Well, hello everyone and welcome back to the Tour de Cycling podcast for this Tour de France stage 11 review recap. Uh, yeah, today looking like a sprint stage, only three category four climbs and they all of the climbing is done at the start, so not enough to impact the sprinters. Uh, yeah, so not a very big uh, fight for the breakaway today was expecting kind of a uh, sprinters teams to go for it maybe Lotto or Jaco or even a Trek oh little Trek even uh, them to just put someone in the brakes forcing Alperson to chase but uh, instead we had a break of three that kind of reluctantly went off the front Amador from EF Education right as the flag was dropped just rolled off the front just waiting for people to join him and we had Louvel from Arkea Samsic he came across and joined him and then we had Oss from Total Energies so they uh, made a gap of about two minutes before Lotto already started chasing before uh, they stopped chasing for a while and the gap got out to three minutes twenty before all of the sprinters teams came to the front we had Sudal Quickstep, we had Alperson, we had Jayco, we had Lotto so everyone bringing it back for a sprint uh, there wasn't much else to that could really happen the climbs at the end probably weren't steep enough or long enough to have an attack go so it was really going to be a sprint uh, there was an intermediate sprint along the way, uh, those points were taken up by the breakaway, the first uh, three points, but Philipson taking 13 points and Brian Cocard taking 11. So Cocard just keeping in the green jersey classification, trying to keep his second place in case Philipson did manage to crash out or if he fell sick or something like that. Uh, I don't think Philipson will lose the green jersey if he stays in the tour the whole time. I think it's very unlikely now. Uh, the KOM jersey, there were uh, three Category 4 climbs. And Lavelle took one of those and Oss took the other two. But they aren't a danger in the KOM jersey for Nielsen Paulus anyway. They were both getting their first points in the classification. So Nielsen Paulus didn't have to worry about today's stage. Uh, there isn't much else to talk about apart from the finish. So at the finish we had all of the teams come to the front. We had GC teams. Well actually it was really only Jumbo Visma for the GC riders that actually came to the front. All of the other GC riders were content sitting at the back. Uh, it was raining as well, so it was a bit more risky sitting at the back because if there was a crash then uh, Well, it would be more likely there was a crash and you would have to chase back on But no crashes into the finish line. Uh, I don't think there was a crash today. It's always good uh, We had Alperson Alperson didn't have their best lead out train today Matthew Vanderpol was not leading Philipson out today, so Philipson would have to figure something else out. Uh, we had Sudow, Quickstep really boss the lead into the finish line. They had their full train there, taking control of the race. 
Yombo uh, Visma were there, but only with Laporte, Vinegard, and Van Aert, so we were wondering if Van Aert would sprint. Uh, Peter Sagan was just in the bunch, just trying to uh, see whose wheel he could get. Uh, we had UNOX for Kristoff. They had a good train going uh, for a little while, but couldn't hold it to the end. Uh, and DSM, with about, I think it was about 5Ks to go, they had a very, very strong-looking train. I think they had six or seven riders in the train, and Sam Welshford was looking very comfortable. Uh, and But the roundabouts... They can be bad if you take the wrong side, and the whole DSM train took the wrong side. So they dropped about 100 spots each, and they had to chase back as fast as they could to the front. Uh, we also had Case Bowl of Astana in there. Uh, Bidim Gurmai was also in there as well. So all the sprinters coming into the final. Uh, we came into the final kilometre. And uh, we had Cofidus there as well for Brian Cocard, Bauhaus from Bahrain, Grunewagen. So Jayco had a lead out of two riders for Grunewagen, and that was really the only lead out that was actually there. Uh, and coming into the final 300 or so meters, uh, Grunewagen was let go by his final man, Mezget, and uh, Philipson, preempting this, uh, did a little sprint to get onto Grunewagen's wheel. Um, in the meantime, we had Van Art and Ewan, I believe, that were fighting for his wheel, but Philipson got uh, Grunewagen's wheel and came over to win his fourth stage of the tour. He is in amazing form at the moment, and he really is the best sprinter in the bunch at the moment he can do that second sprint which is different from other sprinters uh, he could do a little effort and then back it off and then do his main sprint the top 10 was Jasper Philipson in first Grunewagen second Bauhaus in third Cockard fourth Peterson fifth Christoph sixth and Luca Mozart Mozarto for Arkea in seventh Sagan getting a top 10, he's, he got 8th, Van Aert in 9th, and Sam Welshford in 10th. Uh, Gurmai only got 13th, and Ewan 15th. Fabio Jakobsen wasn't really present in the final sprint, he only got 16th. So, a few things to work on for Sudau Quickstep. Looking at the green jersey, which changed a bit today, uh, Philipson now having almost 150 points lead over Brian Cockard. I would imagine there will be a fight for second place though, just in case uh, Philipson does crash out or f falls sick. Uh, GC wise, nothing happened. Of course, all the GC riders managed to stay in the bunch. Uh, looking towards tomorrow's stage, 168.8 k's, uh, a bit hilly towards the end and the start, there's a kind of a valley in between uh, two hilly terrain areas, could be one for the break, I imagine there would be a big fight for the breakaway, 
uh, maybe a this could be a powerless i would imagine a couple category two towards the end so a few kom points for offer uh maybe a fred wright uh yeah mohoric even i could see him doing all right in this stage but there are bonus seconds at the end on the last category two climb so be seeing how gc riders feel it could be a gc day uh, Pogacar could put in a attack to Vinegard or Vinegard could attack Pogacar. Who knows? But that's tomorrow. We'll do a podcast on that. Uh, but until then, goodbye.